Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence, and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence, and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, my wonderful friends. How are you? What's happening in your world? Who are you seeing? What are you doing? What is bringing you joy in your life right now? It is so good to be here and jumping on again for a solo episode. It feels like it's been a little while since I've done a solo episode, but I have absolutely been loving the last few weeks. I have had the absolute privilege of being able to interview some incredible guests that are going to be joining us on the podcast over the coming weeks. So we've got lots of hot topics to share with you around all things career career and leadership, some amazing stories to share, and some fabulous tips and practical insights for you to continue to take away and implement into the way that you show up in your career and your leadership journey as well. So what else has been happening in my world? Gosh, in Australia at the moment, it is winter as I'm recording this. I'm sitting here in a turtleneck, just absolutely waiting and praying that spring curries up and kind of moves along quickly. I am excited to be counting down the days as well before I head off to Europe. I am fortunate enough to be going over there to do some wonderful work with a client of mine who is based in Greece. And then my husband and I are also going to continue on for another couple of weeks after that through the Greek islands. And I think we're going to check out France or Switzerland as well. So I am absolutely counting down the days until that is here. Now, in terms of what has been happening in the eating your cake two world, as I am recording this today, we are gearing up for the Transform Your Career Online Accelerator program that is in beta testing phase at the moment. And I've already got some amazing women that are joining me in that six-week accelerator that kicks off on the 10th of August. So by the time you hear this episode, we will be in the first few weeks, probably almost at the midpoint actually of the six-week accelerator. And those women will be learning all of the key career pillars that they need to really prepare themselves forward and, and put themselves back into the driver's seat of their careers. So if you are curious to know a little bit more about this new program that I'm launching, I will drop the link to it in the show notes and you can join the waitlist for the next round of the Transform Your Career six-week online group accelerator because between you and I, it is fucking fabulous. <laughs> and the more women that I can help jump back into the driver's seat of their careers, get clear on what success means to them and then implement the key strategies that we need to be in order to be driving ourselves forward and moving ourselves closer to where we want to go. That is my mission. That is what I'm here to do. And so everything that I can bring to you to help you do that, I will absolutely be doing as part of this program. 
Now, in terms of today's topic, today I want to, I want to talk about how to get what you want at work. Right. Sounds fabulous. If we could all have everything that we wanted at work all the time. In fact, if I could do that, I just wouldn't work. Actually, I would be on a tropical island somewhere, sunning myself with cocktails. But what I want to talk about today is how to get what you want at work. And the reason that I want to talk about this is because I am finding particularly lately and maybe because of the timing in Australia, we've just hit the end of our financial year, the start of a new financial year. And so for a lot of organizations in Australia, we tie our salary review processes, our performance management processes all seem to tie into that same financial year cycle. So for a lot of people in Australia, um, at the moment, they've just come off the back of that process, potentially having had a performance conversation with their manager, uh, having those salary conversations, and maybe you maybe you got the increase you wanted, maybe you didn't get an increase at all, maybe you haven't even been able to have a conversation about that and you want to know where to start. But I'm finding I'm getting a lot of questions in that space at the moment around how do I actually ask for something that I want at work and what are the steps that I can put in place to put my best foot forward to help myself to actually get it. So what I'm going to share with you today is going to help you irrespective of whether you are looking to ask for a salary increase, whether you're looking to ask for a title change or a promotion, or you want a training opportunity, perhaps you want to restructure the way that you engage in your work week. Perhaps you're looking to, to stretch yourself and you want to put your hand up to get on a project in another team, or you're looking for a secondment, whatever it is, what I'm going to share with you today can be applied to all of those situations. But certainly in my, if I think back to my previous corporate roles, and I think back to, to the HR roles that I've, that I've held in a past life, the, the people that got what they wanted at work, it often came down to the way that they articulated what they wanted. Certainly performance plays a huge part in it. I'm going to talk about that as well. But the people that got what they wanted knew how to frame it. They were prepared. They actually thought about what is the benefit to the organization as well, based on the request that I'm asking and not just looking at it from my lens and what I want and what I need and therefore why I should get it. So I'm going to share that with you today. I'm going to break it down into kind of three parts before, during and after. Before the conversation, during that conversation and then kind of after that conversation, what you need to think about. And let me tell you, I have seen some absolute doozies over my time. I have been presented with people that have come and asked for a pay increase because they want to go on a holiday and they're trying to save for that. I have asked for people, I have had people come to me and ask for a pay rise because their rent went up. And so they wanted their salary to go up as they felt it was fair that their salary would go up as well. And well, I understand all of these things on a personal level, right? I get it. I've, I've, got, I've had rent to pay. I've had holidays to save for. And I have would have loved if my salary went up as well to help me be able to achieve those things more easily. But going to my boss and, and asking for an increase because of that and only because of that is likely not going to see me get the answer that I'm looking for. So that is why I want to share with you today the strategies and the, the reframes that we need to put in place if we want to put our best foot forward to get what we want at work. So if we break this down into the first part, so if we think about before we actually go and have that conversation with our boss or our manager, these are some of the things that I think are really important for you to think about. And the first part is starting with the end in mind. 
So get really clear from the get-go. What is it that I'm actually asking for? What is it that I want here? And how important is that to me? Like, is this something that if I don't get, I'm out? Like I will die in a ditch over this. If I don't get the training opportunity, if I don't get the promotion, if I don't get the pay rise, I don't think that I can stay in this organization. Work out from the start, how important is this request to you? Can you live with it if you don't get it? Or is it a non-negotiable for you? And the reason that it's really important to be clear on that from the get-go is so that we can also then scenario plan so that we can also think about, okay, if this goes the way that I want it to, awesome. I get the thing that I want, that is going to ignite my motivation, re-inspire me, stretch me in terms of the way that I'm learning and the breadth of growth and skills that I'm now starting to be able to bring in to, to what I can offer. Amazing. If I, if I don't get that though, am I still in a position where I feel like I can show up, I can feel fulfilled, I can come to work each day, be happy, be satisfied? Or is this something that I know that if I don't get this, I actually think I'm going to have to look elsewhere. So start with the end in mind. Be really clear on what it is you're asking for. Why is it that this is important to you? And also be really clear on, do you believe that your request is also reasonable? Do you believe that your request is well-founded? Do you really believe putting emotion aside completely putting your emotion and what you want to happen aside. Do you believe that what you're asking for is fair and reasonable and also something that makes sense for the organization? Often we only think about things from our lens. I want this because I think that I deserve more money. I want this training opportunity because I think that it would be fun for me to learn. I want this promotion because I deserve it. Great not suggesting that those things probably aren't true. But if we're only engaging in this conversation, purely talking to just what I want, it might not go the way that I want it to. We need to be able to communicate in a way where the receiver of our request can also see why it matters to them, why it should matter to the organization. And this is a handy, this is a handy communication tip for you to learn, not even just when asking for something that you want, but in all of the ways when we communicate and we're trying to communicate with influence or to persuade people to give us something that we want or do something that we need them to do. Communicate it in such a way that they're hearing your message from the lens that they need to hear it, not just from the lens of how you want to deliver it. So step one is get really clear. Start with the end in mind. Step two, and this is where I, in my experience, I see a lot of people fall down. Do the work. Do the work that is involved with asking for something that you want. If you just decided on a Monday night, yeah, I want more money. And then you rock up to your manager on a Tuesday and you say, hey, I want more money. And that's it. You've not done any preparation. Then it's probably not going to go the way that you want it to. So do the work. Preparation is key. If you really want to put your best foot forward and get the thing that you want, then put the time in up front to maximize your chances of getting it. Now, what does that look like? That looks like things like actually assessing your current performance, getting really honest with yourself about how am I showing up right now, right? On a scale of one to 10, right? Zero being, yeah, I kind of rock up and I like sit at my desk, but I sit on TikTok all day. 
or 10 being I am absolutely smashing it out of the ballpark right now. Here are a list of all the things that I've delivered. I like here are a list of all of the projects that I have rolled out to the organization, the initiatives, the new business that I've bought in, the efficiencies that I've created. Like I can hell, yeah, I can see how I am a 10 out of 10 right now. Or am I kind of sitting in the middle? I'm rocking up, I'm here, I'm delivering, but I, I know that I've got a lot more within me and for whatever reason, I'm choosing not to put it on the table. So that's the first question is assess your current performance and be really honest with yourself. Where do you sit? My advice if you're sitting like a seven or a below, then maybe really ask yourself is now, if now is the best time to ask for the thing that you want. You might be better to invest the next couple of months building yourself up again from a seven to a nine and then capitalizing on that opportunity to ask for something that you want. So that is the first part about doing the work is assess your current performance. The second part is do some market research. For example, if you know you're asking for a salary increase, go out and do some market research and make sure you're, look, you're comparing apples with apples. So look for like roles in like industries, in like-sized businesses with like-sized budgets. Don't just go out and find a, a job role that has the same title for you, but it's in a totally different industry, in a totally different country, in an organization 10 times the size of yours, and then try to say that that's comparable. Be really honest with yourself and do your market research. It's going to make it a hell of a lot easier for you when you go forward and you say, well, this is what I'm seeing in the market for these genuinely like roles. You can see here, they deliver the same sorts of objectives that I do. For these reasons, I think it's fair that we look at my salary. Or if perhaps you want to ask for the company to invest in a training opportunity for you, go out and do your research around competitors Go out and demonstrate about how your competitors are upskilling their talent in the skill sets that you also want to be trained up in and show them what the benefit to the organization of investing in you based on what you're then going to be able to bring back in the organization and how that's going to elevate the, the ability for you to drive change in that particular area that you work in. So do your market research and bring that into the conversation as well. The next part of this kind of do the work preparation section is be seen now. So really step back and ask yourself, how am I making myself visible to my team, to my manager right now? Am I building rapport? Am I actually going out of my way to, to show myself? And when I say show myself, I don't mean being the loudest person in the room. I mean being an impact player. Have I made a conscious effort over the last few months to be an impact player for my team, for my manager? Have I been conscious in my efforts and my attempts to communicate regularly with my manager, keep them in the loop on what I'm doing, demonstrate myself as a proactive, initiative-focused individual? Or have I just kind of ignored them and laid back for the last couple of months and now all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm just going to go, hey, bang, Joe, I really want to have a conversation with you about a promotion. So work the room now. Make sure you're focusing around continuing to build that rapport, warm that conversation, have those meaningful engagements with your manager so that the next time you, so when that you do go in and ask for something that you want, it's not the first time you've had a meaningful conversation with them for a couple of months. Also consider things like what might be the potential barriers to your request. So think ahead. If you know that there's something you want to ask for, anticipate what might be 
some of the barriers that could be suggested to you as to why you might not be able to get that thing that you want. So let's say, for example, you're asking for to reduce to a four-day work week, but you still want to be paid at a full-time salary. Anticipate questions like that, that may come from your manager around, well, how will you manage certain meetings that might land on the day that you want to have off? Or how will you manage responses to your customers or your clients or your teams on that day that you anticipate you won't be here? So think ahead, anticipate the barriers that you could be presented with, and then communicate those in your pitch. This demonstrates you really have stepped back and thought about why this can work, why you deserve this, and why the organization or your manager should get on board with it. So that is the part around doing the work. After that, then we really want to start stepping back and putting pen to paper on what our request actually is. Now, I, there'll be multiple schools of thought on this, but I personally am a big fan of getting all of our thoughts, getting our request together in writing and sending that to our manager ahead of time. This is for a couple of reasons. One, it ensures that we're able to put our best foot forward again and communicate in the way that we want to from the get-go. I work with a lot of clients that will often say, oh, I never, I always walk away from meetings feeling like I didn't get to say the thing that I wanted to say. Things didn't come out the way that I wanted to and I feel like it went tits up and, I, and now I can't take it back, right? So do yourself the favor of getting all of your thoughts out into an email in a concise manner ahead of time. That's the first reason why it's there to support you. The second reason is you're not blindsiding your manager. You're sending them this information backed with all of your research ahead of time. And you are saying to them, I wanted to get all of this to you and give you some time to read through it, digest it. And then we can sit down and expand on that further in a conversation. They're going to feel like you have respected them enough to give them the time to let it marinate to absorb your request and then prepare for that conversation as well. So that is the next part is actually put pen to paper or fingertips to keyboard and prepare ahead of time. Then you really want to practice, practice, practice how you want to show up in that conversation. So that is the before part. So before we, before we actually sit in that meeting and have that conversation to recap, this is what you'll be doing starting with the end in mind. You're going to do the work. And when I talk about doing the work, I mean preparation. So assessing honestly your current performance, making sure you're doing accurate and relevant market research, making sure you're warming, warming your manager up, you're building rapport, you're being visible, you're showcasing yourself as an impact player, making sure that you've also anticipated and thought about what the potential barriers are and you've got a solution for those. And then putting pen to paper, putting something in writing and presenting an email template with your request to your manager and sending that to them. And then saying, I'll pop some time in our diary to chat about this further face-to-face -face next week. So you've also made sure you've got that next action in place as well. So that is what we really want to make sure that we're doing before we even sit down and actually engage in the conversation with our manager or with our manager's manager or HR or whoever else it is that we need to sit down with in that conversation. Now, 
I do have, and I will pop the link to this in the show notes. I know a lot of you have purchased it already and I'm, and I'm hearing amazing things about what you've been able to do. But I used to get so many questions about how to get what you want at work that I actually wrote an ebook called Get What You Want at Work. And it gives you all of this information and more, as well as copy and paste email templates that you can actually use and send to your manager. It gives you checklists to prepare for before, during, and after you have this conversation. It gives you scenario plans. It gives you advice on how to actually do market research. And it gives you numerous success stories and how people have actually been able to get what they want. So that is $27, seriously, 27 bucks. It's 57 pages and literally gives you everything you need to know to get what you want at work. So if you're sitting here going, oh my God, hell yes, I need this. Then the link is in the show notes. You can click that, grab your copy and actually get the ball rolling on what it, and how to ask for what you want at work and actually get it. So we've just touched on the before part. Now we want to talk about jury. So when you're actually preparing for that conversation, right, you're about to walk into a meeting with your manager Make sure you are as calm and as centered and as prepared as possible. So think about how am I showing up in this meeting? Am I rocking up with positive and warm body language? Am I exuding confidence? Am I demonstrating that I am prepared? Have I actually brought with me some of my market research? Have I brought with me my email so that I'm ready to actually go through that and talk through that in more detail with my manager? Am I sitting there making eye contact, sitting up straight, looking at my manager, ready to have an honest, transparent conversation? That is the first part, is actually making sure we're fully prepared and we're walking into that room. For people who know that they get nervous when having conversations like this, which is, for, which is a lot of us because it's a big deal, help yourself by bringing things in, bring in a bottle of water. It sounds really simple, but if you know that you're someone that gets flustered, you get a dry throat, whatever it might be, don't rock up with nothing. Bring a bottle of water in, you, in there with you so that you've got opportunity to stop, take a breath, take a sip if you find yourself getting nervous. If you know that you're somebody that has nervous energy and you tend to fidget when you're nervous, bring a pen in with you, hold it, channel all of your nervous energy into that pen. Hold the pen tightly, take notes. That's going to take away from you fidgeting, tapping your feet, whatever it might be that you do, which will demonstrate and exude a level of confidence and calmness that you're engaging in in that conversation. Now, and I go into this in more detail in my ebook, but what you want to prepare for and think about when you're going into that conversation as well is how can I be the one to take control? in that meeting. So you might want to walk into that meeting and say, hey, Joe, thanks so much for taking the time to meet with me today. I'm sure you've had the opportunity by now to go through my email from last week. I'm really looking forward to digging into this a little bit deeper with you. Would you mind if I just started by kind of recapping where, where this request has come from for me? 99% of the time, your manager is going to say, yeah, no worries. And what you've done is you have been the proactive one. You're driving the conversation and you're in control of your narrative. So that is my piece of advice around what to do when you're actually walking into that meeting and engaging. Use your initiative, be proactive and start the conversation yourself. Don't wait for them to kick it off for you. 
Another way that you can get in control of your own confidence when you're having a meeting like this is be the first one to arrive to the room. Walk into the room, sit at the table, own the space, get yourself comfortable first. If you're in a virtual room, be the one who initiates the call. Get on the call first. That What this says to the, to the brain is that this is my space. This is my room. I'm owning the room. And if I'm owning the room, I'm owning the conversation. I'm owning my request. I'm owning my confidence. So little things like this that we can do to set ourselves up for success, to show up with confidence in what we are asking for. Now, we also then want to think about what do I do if I feel unheard, if I get a straight no answer, or if I get a counter offer in the moment, or what do I do if my meeting just continues to keep getting postponed? Now, there are a number of examples and templates and checklists, again, that I give you in the Get What You Want at Work kit. But certainly, if you're feeling that you get a straight no in the moment, my advice to you is to stay calm and ask powerful questions. So ask questions like, could you tell me a little bit more about the reasoning behind that? Could you help me understand perhaps what I might, what I might have been able to do more of to, to take the answer to a yes? Could you tell me a little bit more about when we might be able to have another conversation about this? I'm happy to go away and do some more research as to the reasons why I really think that this is a fair request. Don't ask good questions. Excavate more information from your manager as to the reasons that you've got a straight no, but stay calm. Now, if you find yourself in the moment and you get a counter offer, so let's say, you know, using the salary request, you, they come back with a counter offer that is not what you wanted. Don't feel that you have to commit and accept in the moment unless you want to. If you want to and you're really happy with that, great, amazing. But don't feel that you have to accept in the moment the counter offer. Feel free to say, I really appreciate you thinking about this and coming back to me. Would you mind if I took a day or two to step back, think about this, and then come back to you with any further questions that I've got? So don't feel pressured in the moment to have to accept a counter offer. Give yourself the time to step back and go back to where we started, which is starting with your why. Can I live with this? Is this within my criteria of what I am saying I need in order to feel valued, appreciated, and to continue to show up and give this job everything that I've got? So make sure when we think about that during phase that you're doing everything that you can to rock up to that conversation set for success, but then also ensuring that you're prepared for any scenario that might come your way. So whether it is you feel unheard, whether you get a straight no, whether you get a counter offer or what you're going to do if that meeting continues to get postponed. So that is how to best prepare yourself in the during phase. Now, in terms of the after phase, this is usually the part that a lot of people don't think about. And this is why I also encourage people, again, to start with the end in mind. So what we want to do following any conversation that we have where we're asking for something that we want at work, we always want to close the loop. This is the thing that I see people miss out on the most, not in just conversations when we're asking for something that we want, but in conversations that we're having all the time when we meet new people, we build new connections. We never, we, we just don't seem to close the loop. So following your conversation, that is the first thing that you're going to do is close the loop. Now, what does that mean? What I mean when I say close the loop 
is I mean, send a follow-up email off the back of that conversation with all uh, with a summary of what was agreed upon and what was discussed in that conversation. Now, you may have a, an email that you send if the conversation went great. So obviously, if you've got everything that you've wanted and you've walked away from that conversation, we've got some, some key actions, we've got some positive outcomes, you're going to recap that conversation via an email, outlining all of those thanking your manager for genuinely embracing and listening to your request and re-emphasizing how excited you are to continue driving positive change in the organization. If the conversation just kind of went okay, right? Maybe you were offered a counter offer. Maybe some of, some of your request was heard and, others and, and other parts weren't. Then you're going to recap on that. You're going to acknowledge, I'm grateful for you taking the time to sit down and, and, and hear what I had to say. Obviously, I've walked away still with some questions around, around what's next and, and, and still wanting some clarity on some of the areas you weren't able to commit to. And these are the actions that I've captured that we've agreed to from that conversation. I'm really looking forward to getting solutions to these with you. Then if the conversation obviously just did not go the way that you wanted, maybe you got a straight up no with no room to move. Maybe you've walked away feeling unheard, not listened to. You want to take a breath here. You probably don't want to send this email straight away whilst you're feeling hot, frustrated and a bit emotional. But you still do want to close the loop on it once you've had a chance to breathe. And you want to recap on that email and express Again, thank you for taking the time to sit with me or if, we didn't, if, if you didn't get the chance to have that conversation, express that too. Explain that you're feeling a little bit disappointed and a bit upset by the outcome and ask what you can continue to do to improve on this going forward. What are the next steps for when you might be able to re-engage in this conversation? But when we talk about what to do after, closing the loop. And then the last part is going back to the start, reflecting on, well, what was the outcome that I got here? And how does that link back to where I started? Was this request a non-negotiable to me? Or was this something that I can now live with? And if I didn't get what I wanted, but I've said that it's something that I can live with, what am I going to do for myself now to help me move past it? to help me then continue to show up again at work positively and in a position where I'm driving change. Because the last thing we want to do is not get something that we wanted at work and sit and sulk about it indefinitely. Because all that's going to do then is make you miserable and unhappy and the people around you are going to notice it. It's not going to see us succeeding in the medium term. So feel what you need to feel. Feel sad, feel disappointed but then make a decision yourself. Am I leaning in or am I leaning out here? Because just sitting with one foot in and one foot out and in a negative headspace because we didn't get what we want is only going to see us lose in the long run. So there you have it. We have spoken about what to do before we prep for this conversation, what to do during the conversation, and then what to make sure that you're doing following that conversation to set yourself up for success as much as possible when it comes to getting what you want at work. Now, as I said, I talk about this and so, 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 so much more in my ebook called Get What You The Get What You Want at Work Kit. It is just $27. It comes with copy and paste templates, emails that you literally can copy, 
paste, fill in the blanks, and then send off to your manager. It comes with scenario planning guides. It comes with email templates for you to literally send after that conversation to close the loop, depending on whether that conversation went good, okay, or really bad. And it comes with a hell of a lot of activities in there as well to help you set yourself up for success. I'm not going to say that we only get one shot to ask for what we want at work, but we definitely only get one shot to put our best foot forward. So do yourself the favor and set yourself up for success. Don't wake up tomorrow morning, decide that you want to ask for something and then just go and ask for it. Actually do your homework. Consider the questions you might get, consider the barriers that you might face and anticipate those and then showcase the solutions that you've already got for those things. And I guarantee you that if you do this work, you will put yourself in the best place to get what you want at work. I've seen it done time and time and time again, where people get what they want and more when they do the work. So that is it from me today. I hope you've got some great takeaways, some practical things that you can go away and start implementing straight away, no matter what it is that you want to ask for, whether it is salary, promotion, training, travel, a secondment, a title change, more flexibility, whatever it is that you want. If you do the work, you can get it. If you've got any questions for me, please feel free to reach out. I am only a couple of mouse clicks away and I would love to help you in any way that I can. If you're loving what you're hearing on the potty, please send me through a review and please share it around so I can continue to support and help as many people as I can be the drivers of careers and leadership positions that they love. That's it from me, my friends. Keep smiling, stay true to you, and don't be afraid to ask for what you want. See you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here, and I am always so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2. And if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love if you would leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to back yourself and what you have to offer. Hey there. Thanks for hanging on. And thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know, if you're ready to work together, exactly how we can do it. The first way is through my game changing, transform your career six week accelerator program. This six week online program is for busy professional women who are ready to regain control of their career and leadership once and for all. Go from feeling like just another employee to an in-demand asset in your company. Stop feeling lost, stuck and unmotivated and instead feel confident, worthy of earning more and armed with the tools to go out and get what you want. 
the Transform Your Career Accelerator cuts the crap and gets right to the key levers that you need to be pulling to ensure you are seen, heard, and noticed at work. Add to this an epic group of like-minded women all coming together to share insights, learnings, and to build a new network along the way. If this sounds like something you need, then join the waitlist now. The link is in the show notes. The second way you can work with me is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. My six-month private programs are for you if you know you need tailored coaching and guidance now. You want a container of space and time just for you to work through your exclusive and unique goals. You don't want to wait for the waitlist in my other programs because you know you want access to my brain and my experience all to yourself. If this sounds like you, then book a free call in my diary today and let's chat. Lastly, if you want me in your organization to come and share my tried and tested knowledge with your team on how we can all collectively elevate our own leadership and career success, then jump on my website and download the services info pack or grab it from the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening.